Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's another episode of the Michigan Wolverine Maniacs. Uh, my name's Adam Brewer. I'm your host. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at The Michigan Man. Please go ahead and like the page. You can contact me there. We can talk. I've had a few discussions with some uh, pretty amazing uh, Wolverine fans. Um, so this is the reaction episode to the game that we watched today, the SMU-Michigan game. Um, and some other things that I have on my mind. But let's get to the game at first here. Uh I thought, you know, to be quite honest, the the thing that I may complain about the most tonight, and I I think overall it was a decent showing. Uh, We scored 45 points to their 20. Um, And to be quite honest, I think our defense was the one that didn't look that great today. Granted, our offense took two possessions to punt, punt, and then we had the interception at the two. So it didn't look great at first. But once they got going, once they figured out some things, we dominated. Offense looked great. Now, we also learned that Higdon has to play if we have any chance at running the ball right off the bat because Chris Evans just isn't uh, an every-down back. He just isn't. He's one of those guys you bring in and you – throw a little out to a little pass, a little wheel route, whatever you need to. And he gets that going for you. Like he's a hop, stop, jump guy who can bust it open after Higdon's already beat into the defensive line and has popped a few, you know? Uh, So Higdon not playing, that kind of hurt us at the beginning. And that's probably why we started off so slow. Um, But, Needless to say, Chris Evans still did a great job. Uh, I still love him as a running back. True Wilson, my God, that kid has a heart of. St- I mean, he that kid is pounds right in there, head first, right it doesn't even care, and really impressed me today with how with his running ability. Uh, Omari Samuels, once again, he's a very young kid. He had a few carries that looked pretty good. Uh, he's the future of Michigan running back, so it's good to see him get out on the field for a little bit. Um, the one thing that I know we always talk about is the offensive line, and I can't wait for the, the podcast when I don't have to speak about the offensive line in any way critical. And for the most part today, they did really well. The starting lineup did really well. Um, I'm just not a fan of Bushel Beatty. I'm just not. I saw some things today. He was clueless on some parts. Some guy just ran right past him, and he didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Uh, so if we could get either whoever is the best between James Hudson and Jalen Mayfield, whatever those two, whoever wins it the best, get him out there, replace him. Just get him out. He's a fifth-year guy. I don't... I really wish he wouldn't have stayed. 
I just really wish he wouldn't have. I would rather have Hudson or Mayfield in there learning, taking some lumps, figuring some shit out. Because if Harbaugh, out of nowhere in the press conference last week after the game, mentions the question wasn't even about Hudson or Mayfield. But he goes out of his way to say how great Hudson or Mayfield are doing. And when they understand what's going on, they're going to be unstoppable. He had very glowing words about those two. So obviously he, he I mean, they, obviously they're on top. They're the next one's going to be up. So let's just get rid of Bushel Beatty. I, I'm just, I'm sick of seeing Bushel Beatty out there. And he just, he just doesn't do anything. Um, and also, you know, with the defense today, it's a glowing reminder that we need to figure out how to handle a, uh, a mobile quarterback in every facet. If he runs, if he passes, when they use him and a running back in the backfield, how they pass off of that, how they run off of that, how they pitch off of that, everything. Because when that kid came in today, I think his last name was Brown, their their, uh, freshman quarterback for SMU, uh, they looked great. They looked like a, a different team. And I just... And that doesn't do well for us because we have coming up uh, Lewerke, who is for Michigan State, a mobile guy who drove us nuts last year in the game because he was fucking mobile. And he he scored the I think he scored the first ten. I think he scored the first touchdown of the game last year. So Lewerke's mobile and can throw the ball. Then we have. Fucking McSorley, that little fucking white kid, is still doing pretty fucking good. Now, granted, keep in mind, they haven't played anybody all season long. And we're only three games into this bad boy, and they haven't played anybody. I mean, they played Kent State today. Oh, my God, what a test. Um, So we don't really know what he'll do against real talent or against a real defense. But we need to get better at this. Uh, If we're going to play man-to-man... And we're going to be crazy aggressive on the offensive, on the defensive line. Then we need to make sure we stay in our lanes. Defensive ends, you can crash, but if the motherfucker just keeps running on the outside, please adjust what you do. It's it's stuff you learn in high school. It is stuff you'll just learn in high school, and our guys don't seem to get it. So I don't know if it's a coaching thing, and they're like, don't worry about it, just crash in, and then there's a stunt for the linebacker to get it. I just, I don't know, but we need to fix that because two out of the next, two of our three big games that we have to win coming up in October are mobile quarterbacks. Then at the end of the year, he's not so much mobile, but if he has to be, he can. Haskins for Ohio State. He can be mobile if he has to. And we in and, and I just know this is Michigan's luck. He won't be mobile all day, and we're killing him, killing him, killing him. And then they get down to the five in a crucial situation, and the motherfucker runs it in, and we're left looking like assholes. That's what I'm worried about. Okay, I just I can see it happening. So if we can adjust these things now with Nebraska coming up, oh yeah, woof, what a team Nebraska's turning out to be. <laughs> Um, 
even though Scott Frost as a as a head coach, he's going to have him up for us uh, next week. He really is. They're going to be ready to go. Central Florida was ready for us, even though we whooped their ass. They were still out there hitting hard and moving. And that was another thing I want to bring up about our offensive line. I think the great part about what SMU did today, if I could compare the last two weeks, Western Michigan, SMU, I believe our offensive line grew and learned more in this game against SMU than they ever did against Western Michigan. And that's why I'd much rather have a competitive blowout in which this was than a just pure lay them down and, you know, blow them out type of thing with Western Michigan. Because there were numerous times the announcers even said that the that the offensive line was making comments about, oh, my God, they're coming at us so so hard and so fast and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's good. That's what good teams are going to fucking do to you. They're going to stunt. They're going to, they're going to blitz. They're going to do all sorts of things to screw you up. So it's great that these guys did that today. I think SMU helped us grow leaps and bounds over what we normally would have done if we would have had another fucking little cupcake today. Like if we would have had, oh, like Kent State. Oh, I don't know, Penn State. I don't think we'll ever learn anything. But yeah, I'd much rather have SMU because they actually have athletes. And we had to block them, and we looked good doing it today. It took us a little bit, sure. You know, if our tight end runs to the ball, comes back to the ball like he should, still just waiting for it to get to him, maybe we don't. Maybe uh, Patterson doesn't have an interception, and maybe we go in for at least a field goal. So it's a much different. You know, it's a little bit different score. But I'm just I'm I'm very grateful for this uh, competitive blowout today. Because it's not about numbers. If you're going to throw yourself into the numbers of this game, you're going to drive yourself mentally insane. Because it's not about what you see on the... It's not about that that number. It's about what our offense did today. Our offense looked good. I mean, for God's sakes, People Jones got three, intercept, got three touchdowns. Three! He didn't get one last year. Three, Patterson's looking good in the offense now. He's moving, he's running, he's, he, he looks beautiful throwing that ball on the run. I mean, he's finally settling down. These you cannot dictate by numbers, right? We, even though our total, our total offense was over 400 yards, total offense today. It was great. That's what SMU gives up. That's what we did. If our defense just wakes up and can stop a mobile quarterback, maybe we'll be in. Maybe we can finally get to the Big Ten title game. Uh, because I'll be honest, Ohio State looked beatable tonight. Looked beatable. If they played, if they played a team like us, if we had our shit together, they can't beat us. We can beat Ohio State. This team looks beatable. They had a five-minute stretch where they got fucking lucky. Completely lucky. Ohio State is beatable. And that was their toughest test, and they, they proved themselves not to be worthy. Um, 40, 40 to 28. Come on, man. I mean, how many? So they get a safety, which was actually considered a touchdown, but really it was a safety. Uh, Freaking TCU. 
threw the ball, a forward pass instead of a lateral for the kickoff. I mean, these are these little things. Oh, and then the fucking guy pitches the ball right to the Ohio State defender. I mean, you know, this isn't stuff that they earn. This is just stuff that just luckily bounced their way so they can be beat. They're still fucking good, but they can be beat. Penn State's a joke. Uh, Wisconsin, let's talk about that, huh? Wow, I should have not said anything bad about BYU, even though I think BYU is a joke. But holy crap, going into Camp Randall and beating them? Way to go, BYU. Big ups to that team. But that gives us a blueprint on how to beat them. I mean, and our defense is set up to beat Wisconsin at home or wherever. They have a non-mobile quarterback. We're perfect for that. We're going to kill them. So, yeah, I think we're going to beat Wisconsin. I'm about 95% sure now we'll beat Wisconsin. I'm about 85% sure we'll beat Michigan State after they lost to, after they lost to ASU. I'm about, I would say, 90, 90% because I'm not too hip on how we handle mobile quarterbacks, but I'm about 90% will beat Penn State. And Ohio State, fuck, who knows? I still got to see a couple more weeks right now. Uh, I don't know if we can. Right now, I don't know if we can. Uh, we need, and this gets me to Josh Metellus, our lovely safety, who's already been kicked out of one game for targeting and seems to want to get it kicked out once again. Now, this is a game of two tails for that guy, right? Because first half, he let one or two big plays happen. But he also came up with the interception for a touchdown right before the half. Very positive. But the one person he's been charged to cover, right? Because that's in the slot. We have our cornerbacks, and then who covers the slot wide receiver? In the Don Brown system, most of the time, it's the safety. And Metellus got used up by their wide receiver. Their wide receiver today had, let me, I wrote it down because I couldn't fucking believe it. Their wide receiver had something like, oh, 11 receptions for 166 and two touchdowns. One wide receiver. That's what I mean. We can't allow... Teams that have better talent than SMU, like Ohio State, to have guys that can get that kind of productivity. If that happens, we will lose. Um, also, another thing we got to fucking work on, defensively, mainly, is the fucking penalties. I mean, this is third game into the season, and we already have two players kicked out for fucking targeting. Granted, now, I don't think that was a targeting today. The crown of the helmet now goes all the way around the fucking top of the helmet. That's crazy. And he turned his fucking head and hit him sideways. But regardless, that's targeting. So now we now we have to go a full half next week without um, without our boy Hudson. Not a good thing. Not a positive thing. I'm not happy about that. But the penalties. I mean, for God's sakes, we had 13 penalties for 137. 13 penalties for 137. That's fucking crazy. It should never get... It was a home game, mind you. It should never be that bad, ever. 
13 for 137, that's completely unacceptable. So as long I would say this, if we can move Josh Metellus out in some packages, all right, if they're going with a slot wide receiver, why don't we have Thomas in there? Ambry Thomas is one of the best players we have on our team, by far the fastest. Even Cron Higdon admits that he beat him in a head-to-head, one-on-one, 100-yard dash. Beat him. So Thomas is our fastest player. Get him out on one of those fucking guys and let's see what happens. It can't be any worse than what Metellus did today. So let's see what he's got. I'm telling you, he's our next Charles Woodson. This kid's going to come up big for us in big-time plays, and we need to get him out on the field more often so he can make those plays. I like Metellus. He's a nice kid. He plays hard, and he's aggressive, but he can't cover for shit. Last year, if you remember in that Penn State game, who was the one that was getting abused by Penn State's slot wide receiver? Oh, that's right. Justin Metellus. Hmm. And we still put him out there. We still put him out on the slot today. And look what happens. Fucking 11 receptions for 166 and two touchdowns. From a kid from SMU. Yes, they have athletes. But that shouldn't have never fucking happened. Ever. Not on our defense. Not if we're going to hang our hat and say our defense is what's driving us. That's embarrassing. The, the fucking penalties are embarrassing. So I think we learned a lot today. I think we learned a lot. I was actually pretty uh, encouraged by this. Um, there are some fans out there that just, you know, want to be upset, want to be sad. And I say, I believe it's none of us, none of the maniacs. We understand what this team's about. We understand what winning's about. We also understand what a competitive blowout is when we see it. Uh, Don't let those negative Nancys, the ones who really don't know football, the ones that really just cry at any moment to be upset about what Michigan is doing, right? Don't let those guys ruin what could be a very special season right now. They don't know a competitive blowout because they never played football. They've never played any type of sport. And most of the time, I, I don't know if they are even wearing... I think they wear blinders. I, I'm, I say this because I got into an argument today with a Michigan fan, supposedly a Michigan fan. Um, and it was shocking to me the limited knowledge this man had about what was going on with our school. And it hurts me because he says he's a fan, but yet he knew nothing. And he, he based arguments off of really just nothing. Off of, like, stats instead of scores. And it, it, it's, a, it's a sad day in America when, when I see something like that happen. So, guys, stay true, Blue, like we always do. Because we're maniacs and that's what we do. Um, oh, a little announcement. I may or may not be able to do... Uh, the podcast this week, this week coming up, because I will be in England and Spain. Uh, a little trippity do that I'm taking with a few buddies of mine to celebrate some birthdays. Uh, so I plan to be completely hammered the whole time, and I just don't know. Uh, I don't know what the capabilities. Uh, I'm going to look into it with my cell company and what I have to do to be able to still use my phone out there. 
Um, you know, whatever. I don't want to pay an arm and a leg just to do a podcast, to be quite honest with you. Even though I love you guys, but, you know. Uh, I think that we're going to beat Nebraska. I I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be another competitive blowout, to be quite honest with you. If, if it's a, even if it's the same score, I wouldn't be shocked if it was like 45-21, 45-17, 42-17, whatever. I see us a competitive blowout. I, I don't. I think Scott Frost is good for at least uh, fourteen to twenty-one points, depending on the opponent he plays. And I think our offense has taken so many positive steps lately that I really do believe that you'll see a, a Michigan offense come out and look better and better each week. Because with Shea Patterson getting so comfortable with us now. And he looks it. He looks confident. He looks good. I, I really believe our team is uh, on, on the upswing. Now, if we can also do something about this, uh, all the cramps out there. I mean, are we not drinking water? Are we not drinking Gatorade? What are we not doing that every major player that we had on the team cramped up in some some important place or time? Like, Chris Evans cramped up in the middle of a fantastic run. Like, what are we doing? See, it's just the little things like that that's going to cost us a Big Ten title game. The penalties, something little. Uh, Cramping up at times when we don't need to be cramping up will cost us fucking shit like that. Not staying in our lanes when we're playing a mobile quarterback. That fucking, what was it, a fourth and one, and they did a quick pitch man that should have been eaten up all day by the by the at least the defensive end or the outside linebacker that stuff you you see in high school man that's the thing that kills me we're so aggressive sometimes that we don't play smart football on the defensive line those are the things that hurt me those are the things that i worry about i don't worry about if fucking smu somehow had 200 yards fucking passing today which they didn't but I don't think I don't worry about that they got close actually they might have they might have had 203 or something I don't worry about that because I look at the fucking scoreboard and I see we're up 35 to 13 I don't really care it's the other little things the stuff we do to ourselves that are going to cost us the Big Ten title penalties cramping up targeting These things we haven't cleaned up yet. This is the third week of the season. We need not to have two, count them, two targeting penalties on two very important players of our defense. We don't need that. That's something we don't need. Okay, that's going to cost us. We got to clean that shit up. And if we could put Thomas in for fucking Metellus and any type of those dime packages or whatever the fuck we do when we have to go up against a slot receiver, then let's do it, please. Let's get Thomas and in, in act in more of our defense. I mean, he's so good. He's our next Charles Woodson. I can feel it. Just let's start using him. And then if we can get rid of Bushel Beatty, I just, I, I know maybe I'm going to look like an asshole for saying it. I just, I don't, I don't see the reason of having him. I, I don't see it. I don't see him. I don't know why we have him starting. 
He had one or two decent, good, like, he had one pancake block. But I'm telling you, he's a fifth-year senior who is who is playing like maybe a sophomore or a junior. So let's get our freshmen in there. I mean, whoever's better out of Hudson or Mayfield, get them in there. And when you, I mean, God, go with the wind. I don't know. If we want to get rid of him, too, as a guard, I'd be fine. Put Spinellis in there. I'm fine with Spinellis. He's fucking awesome. You know? And then let, and that should put Runyon on uh, on notice. And the Runyon had a good game today. I mean, even Gentry had a really good game today. I mean, we're coming alive. The more and more Patterson gets comfortable with this offense, the better we're doing. So I think it's all up and up and above, and I think we're going to look great. And I do. I really believe we're going to fucking smoke Wisconsin. You know, it'll be one of those competitive blowouts again. I think so. I think it'll be twenty one, twenty one seven, twenty four ten. But our defense, if we solve these problems, will once again be the bright point of our team. I just, I worry because these are simple things that should be already taken care of. We shouldn't be getting fucking penalties, 13 penalties for 137. That's outrageous. What are we, the fucking Raiders? We're not the Raiders. We don't need that kind of shit, and we definitely don't need two two targeting. So, I'm going to leave you with that, guys. Thank you once again, like I always say. Each week, it's it's amazing. So you guys must be getting out there and telling people. So I thank you very much. Because uh, each week, these numbers are going up almost doubled. It's fa- fantastic. I, I'm enjoying every second of it. Um, thank you so much. Uh, so uh, I will try. If I can try, I will try and get... A big game pregame out by at least Tuesday. That's when I fly out to England. Um, and I may or may not get the reaction uh, until after I get back into the States and actually watch the game myself. So um, thank you guys. Thank you for the support. And always and forever remember, go blue. <laughs>